At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. I got misty-eyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't happen very often, but, <laughs> but this movie got me. So. Yeah. Whenever it gets to like scenes where friends have to part ways or something like that, it's just it's enough to get me. You know. It is. You didn't cry over uh, Astrid. You cr cried over Toothless. I mean, Astrid wasn't going on anywhere. She <laughs> got married. Yeah. They yeah. had kids. Inconceivable! Hello and welcome to Inconceivable. I'm William and with me today I have... Alex. Hi. Sorry. How's it going? <laughs> and... It's important. And today we're doing a spoiler cast for How to Train Your Dragon 3. Um, if you're listening to audio, just a kind reminder that we also have our video up on YouTube on our channel, Geek Kind, if you'd like to check that out as well. But um, for now, we're going to talk about How to Train Your Dragon 3 because we are fresh off the theater from that. Fresh off the theater. Fresh I don't know if that's the a, a phrase, but yes. I'm making yeah. it a phrase. <laughs> fresh off the theater. Fresh off fresh the press. Fresh out of the theater. Fresh out of Fre the theater. Fresh out of cinema. It's fresh out of cinema. Now. We're all fresh out of cinema. <laughs> But yeah, so we literally haven't talked about it at all to each other. So we're going to talk to each other about it for the first time, get our first thoughts on everything. And totally spoilers, by the way. Yeah, so sorry, lots guys. Lots of spoilers coming. Hardcore spoiler warning. Yeah. I also want to point out that it's very difficult to keep all the spoilers in mm -hmm. and not talk to any of you guys while driving back home. So I'm like, glad it's only a 15-minute drive. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's like you want to talk about the movie right afterwards. So this is going to be good. All right. Since we really don't know what our reactions are, do you want to come up with a quick one word of how what your reactions are leaving this movie? I want to cry. I want to cry so much. Cry this week. I almost cried cry. like two or three times this weekend. It's like, oh, so beautiful. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go with great. Great. All right. Um, I'm going to go with wholesome. Yeah. That's also Crying, bad. great, wholesome. Because it's yeah. like, okay, so my initial reactions after going through this is that I um I thought it was I thought it was really good. It didn't like it was never too intense and never too emotional as I wanted it to be. I felt like it, the highs could have been higher and the lows could have been lower. Okay. Uh, but it is a kids movie, so whatever. Um, but that being said, I don't know. Toy Story Four. I... Toy, Story, Toy Story Three, rather. <laughs> Toy Story Three went. Well, dark. Toy Story Four. Who knows where that's going? You know. Um, Post apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, with this, it was just kind of. It's crazy to think that the first How to Train Your Dragon was nine years ago. Yeah. And it's like, not really childhood, but pretty close to like actual growing up. Right on the verge of me going to high school. I'd yeah. Say. Yeah. yeah. In high school. And it's something that's just always been on the back burner. And like, How to Train Your Dragon is something that I've enjoyed more over time. Mm. You know, I thought it's like, oh, that was a cute movie and that was good and all. And they had the TV show, which was decent. But then the second movie came, I was like, hey, that was actually a decent sequel. And I was like, I, like I'm like i into this. Mm -hmm. And then now, like, getting up to the hype to this one, I've actually been, like, really excited for it. Mm -hmm. um, and now that it's out, it's almost, like, it's really bittersweet. Because I think they made it very clear that this is the last one that we're getting here. Unless that they're going to do some sort of spinoff. Unless they tr they pull a Toy Story 3 or yeah, Toy know, Story right? and just have a fourth one come out of nowhere. <sighs> but that's also a shame because it's by far my favorite DreamWorks series. 
So I mean, to be fair, DreamWorks doesn't really have many series except for like Shrek and uh, Kung Fu Panda. Oh yeah, that's true, Kung Fu Panda. I didn't even finish the third Kung, one. Kung Fu Panda is also like a really yeah. solid series. It is. I feel like this is the most, the most serious, like mm-hmm. seriously toned movie they yeah. do. A lot of their stuff is really like tongue in cheek, and sometimes mm-hmm. like more like Shrek, very, very comedy forward. Mm-hmm. But this is something that they're doing that's really like serious tones, um, and like adventure in fun times, you know. And it but, has a lot of heart to it. Yeah, some. Ser- that's why I say wholesome, because like. It has a really nice ending. I was pretty satisfied with the ending. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. There aren't a lot of movies that I've seen that, like, I legitimately... Like, I, I got misty-eyed at the yeah. end of it. Yeah. You know? uh, it doesn't happen very often, but, <laughs> but this movie got me. So. Yeah. Whenever it gets to, like, scenes where friends have to part ways or something like that, it's just... It's enough to get well, me, you know? You know? What it is? It's, there's there's an animal in there. You didn't cry over uh, Astrid. You cri- cried over Toothless. I mean, Astrid wasn't going on anywhere. She they got married. married. Yeah. They yeah. had kids. Oh, the kids on both ends of everything was so adorable. I like how whenever they have like kids in animated movies, it's like, oh, we're going to have a little kid that looks exactly like the male, but switch the hair color. Yeah. That's how it works, right? Uh, but, um, yeah, I do agree with you that it felt like they didn't really have... Like, it didn't seem as much, like, there wasn't a lot of danger, per se. Because whenever they're fighting, they're not, like, you know, being Vikings yeah. and stabbing and pillaging. No, nobody and dies. Nobody dies. Yeah. Everyone gets kicked or, like, pushed out of the way or something like that. And I get that. But still, at like, the same time. Like, it is a time, children's movie. Yeah, but at the same time, Stoic, like they, got, Stoic got burned in the chest by, yeah. by Toothless. So, they didn't show it. I feel like the stakes much. in the second movie were much higher. Mm. And like, I mean, you just you did see one dragon get impaled by another dragon, you know the the big dragons, the elf. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't remember much from the second movie. I yeah. did only see it twice, and it was a while ago since the last time I saw it. But I did see it in the theaters, and I was very, um, you know, five years ago. Yeah, I yeah. I still can't believe that it was that long ago. You know, I actually, like yeah, I actually got the movie recently, and I watched it again. Um, and I, I liked it, ish. But I felt like it was seriously lacking the first time I watched it compared to the first one because the mm. first one was like, absolutely incredible to me. Mm-hmm. You know, the the really interesting thing about this series is that um, I don't know if you guys have read the books, but this is one of the few series that I can think of where the movie actually greatly improves on the book, and they're almost nothing alike. Oh yeah, mm. um, no. I mean, I, I read, I listened to the audio books by David Tennant, which was amazing, yeah. by the way. I mean, they're super entertaining, yeah. um, but just totally different. Totally different. Yeah. Um, something not to get too off far, uh, too off track here, but I want. As I was watching it, I was like, I got to comment. I got to comment about this. DreamWorks has really been up in their game on the human-like characters because mm-hmm. I like not only the graphics was obviously better, but something that was noticeably different in comparison to their past stuff was. The human-like movements and everything. Mm, I yeah. these characters for me were jumping off the screen with their performances, and I don't know if they did some sort of motion capture or they've just been really knocking down on the animation department as far as like just gestures and like the subtle things. Like these characters, they were so lifelike to me, and that's not something I'm usually impressed by DreamWorks. Usually they're just slightly behind the curve, you right. know. Um, but in this movie, man, they. I saw some stuff that's, you know, that's some really impressive stuff, and I haven't been impressed by DreamWorks in a long time. Yeah, no, um, everything was super fluid. Um, the detail was 
really incredible. The one thing that um, I thought was really interesting was uh, the design of the characters. Mm. Um, they've been doing really well, or they did really well, like in the first one and then the second one. But this one, I think they really they dialed it up to eleven. Uh, and I thought their costumes and the designs of the dragons, like the yeah. dragons, mm-hmm. um, they brought in some more uh, like insect like elements. Yeah, uh, and oh, like a scorpion yeah. type. Well, yeah, that one, but also with toothless. Like I, they originally did um, base him off of like a cat or something like that, mm-hmm. but it felt like it was it was much more noticeable in this movie. And also, I I agree with you. Like it felt like they're a lot more human, especially with their with their facial expressions and. and uh, yeah, it was like the like subtle nuances. things that was just yeah. like I was watching it. I was like, this is really impressive for animation. Like. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah like there's there there are expressions that I do myself. Like there's one there's the one scene where uh, Astrid and Toothless are they see the the light here and they and uh, what was the thing? It was too not Toothless. That was uh, Hiccup. 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 He sees the light here. He's like it's like a. Like like a bright fury, and then she says light fury, and he's like, "Yeah, I think that's better." And he, he kind of crinkles his <laughs> yeah, face a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, or, or like, exactly what that's or like when the two of them are watching Toothless uh, and the the light fury later on, when they're kind of like getting together, and um, Hiccup has this look on his face, and you see Astrid look at him, and like re- like you can see the emotions yeah. play out on their faces, yeah. which is like super impressive to me. Mm. Or even with the villain, like he was. Um, when was it Rough Nut or Tough Nut? I forget which one is which. I believe it's Rough Nut. Rough Nut, when she is like making him go absolutely insane, and you see his face <laughs> twitching the entire time. It's like that's something that I can relate to on like an emotional level. That's exactly <laughs> it, what I would do. And it was like it was largely centered in the face, whereas yeah. in other animations, uh, it would be like a broader. Uh, it would be acted more broadly, I guess, in the physicality yeah. of the character. Because they can they can do stuff physicality wise that you can't do live action wise. Right, so yeah. they tend to utilize that as a means for better expression. But in this, yeah, like I said, just look at the faces. They're just way more naturally expressive. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't trying to do anything crazy with the faces. It was all very natural looking mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah, and even uh, even going back to when Hiccup was watching Toothless and the Light Fury like interact. There's this scene where he's he's doing like this sort of chicken walk and he's thumping around on the ground. It looks like he's actually there's actually gravity there, like he's actually falling back on the ground whenever he's jumping up and down. So, I I just like that they they did that. You know, they they took the time the time to make it much more believable, I guess. And like the the hair animation is oh also goodness. really incredible. Um, not just like. Uh, my luscious beard. Not, not, <laughs> yeah, but I get what you're saying. Not just like the the hair on the top of their head, right? Because Hiccup has like uh, some some it's yeah some, some like slightest piece yeah, double yeah peach fuzz throughout peach throughout fuzz. the movie, and it's and it's really impressive like how subtle it is. Yeah, because like you don't notice it at first. You really don't. Um, but it's just supremely well done. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Or even uh, even with Astrid, like I saw there was one shot where. It's her, and then the light is behind her, and I see these tiny strands of hair that yeah, sticks out yeah. on top of her head. I'm like, I, that's something that you don't usually see, and it was very and impressive. And if you think back to what the hair looks like in the first one, mm-hmm. and like you see how far they've come, it becomes even yeah. Well, it's mostly braids in the first one. Well, even even just like the the texture of the hair, even like in the fur. first one, um, like yeah, it's the... it's pretty basic. Yeah. Uh, well, not pretty basic. It's you like can... it's it's not Toy Story one, but it's. 
Right. Uh, they really come along. You way. can you can use how to train your dragon as a really good measure of how DreamWorks has improved as a company, mm-hmm. um, because it was 2010, 2014, 2019. Um, I also really appreciate the time that was spent in between the sequels because it gave enough time for me to really appreciate every single movie. And it's weird having a trilogy over nine years. Can you name another trilogy that we've had recently that took nine years to finish? Uh, I mean, aside from the prequel trilogy. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was like a six-year span, though. Yeah, even that wasn't that long. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. How long did The Matrix take? I think uh, it was like three like, years. <laughs> three, oh, was it really that? Yeah. Maybe, I think maybe, it was like maybe they should spend some more time on those last two movies, you know? Um, or, like, right at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, oh wait, Toy Story 3. How long was Toy Story, like, how long was the Toy Story trilogy? First Toy Story, I think the second Toy Story movie came out in 2002? No, first Toy Story movie was like 1999, right? Was it? Yeah. I'm going to check. Um, and then the second one I remember came out, because it was after Bugs Life, so they did Toy Story 1, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, and then they just left Toy Story for a long time, and Mm -hmm. then came to Toy Story 3. Oh, wow. Yeah. November 1999 for Toy Story 2. So what? Look up uh, the third movie. When it was two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Oh, so that was yeah. So I First actually try. that's a longer that's a longer trilogy. That's Eleven then. years. Wow. And then from and three they're kind to of four, going more. Yeah. That's nine years. So I guess it's no longer a trilogy. But um, yeah. But I also I don't know if it was actually planned to have three Toy Story movies. It's true. But. Like, with this one, it was planned, I think, to have the yeah. trilogy, at least. We knew when we were getting the second one that that wasn't going to be the last one. We knew that yeah. we were getting a third one. Mm-hmm. Um, especially seeing how seeing how decent, you know, the second one was. You know, which is really hard to do in animated movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, which was always... this. I think this trilogy is one of the most consistent trilogies out there. Because, honestly, I don't have, a, like, a favorite that screams out to me mm-hmm. after all these... Things. I think I like the second... One, for being the most gutsiest in what it was trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It had, I think, the most hard-hitting moments out of the trilogy. Um, obviously, you're going to be partial to the first one for some reasons. And this third one, it's just... It's a feel-good movie. Um, like I said, I just wish there was higher highs and lower lows to really match the the intensity of the second one. Especially mm-hmm. this being the last one. I was expecting to at least match, if not go forward and not take a step back almost yeah you know? i think it's it's you could compare it to the the original star wars trilogy where the first one sets out like a good premise like it's not a fantastic movie but yeah. it's like a good solid movie and the second one is like everyone's favorite because it like does the most yeah and is the highest quality and then the, the third one is like it's good it's like it's a solid right. ending to the series it's not as not necessarily as good as the the second one mm-hmm. but it's like it's a it's yeah, it's like they play a little out, more safe. Right, yeah. it rounds out the trilogy real nicely. And yeah, that, that's 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 a good way to like kind of sum that up. Is yeah, it's a really good way to round out the trilogy, and I'm definitely satisfied with it. You know, I feel like could they have done more? Yeah, but did they do anything wrong? No, and mm-hmm. I think that I think they they were just more interested in not messing up than they were. Right. You know, because honestly, it's just, it's kind of weird because it's been so long since all these three movies. Like, How to Train Your Dragon is just something that's just been kind of there yeah. for a while. And now it's like, oh, I guess that's something that's ending, you know? And mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's really bittersweet. Um, one thing that was interesting is that I noticed, I'm really glad that it did change it up because a lot of people were already pointing out based off the trailers that this movie bared a lot of resemblance to the second movie storyline. Not going to lie, those first 15 minutes 
showed like a lot of the same stuff as the second movie. Mm-hmm. Like with the scenes, they both had scenes with uh, Hiccup and Toothless yeah. playing around and Hiccup is looking at the map and planning something out and then Astrid comes along and they're being flirted. Like literally like the same, like yeah, I was like, I feel like I've seen this before. And, and then they the, had the other... villains are kind of similar in the premises. I do want to say though that I really enjoyed this villain a lot more than the one the second I one. I did. I, I did. I wish his stakes fresh. were and his importance was better because I definitely thought that he was a more standout villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he should have had more screen time. I think they should have yeah. delved more into his backstory, honestly. And I think uh, if we hadn't had the same, like it would have had more of an impact in this one if we hadn't seen this sort of progression in the, the first or the second one. Rather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is that I, as this movie was wrapping up. I kind of got the sense that this movie felt short, even though it wasn't. Yeah. Like, not that things were being rushed, but I just felt like I was still waiting for that that big moment, and mm-hmm. I just never really came, you know? Yeah. And even the ending, it was very, it was very slow. Not like really slow, but it was like it took its time. It was very casual, is yeah. what the ending was, kinda you know? Understated, yeah. maybe. I mean, yeah. it, it goes from Hiccup and Toothless parting ways. So that's that feels like an ending, and then there's Astrid and Hiccup getting married. That feels like another ending, and yeah. then the other ending, which is them meeting them, and then sort of another ending is them flying around again. So so it's like three or four endings. <laughs> so like uh, too it's many like endings. Return of the King <laughs> <laughs> should have ended it, but it's a lot true. sooner than that. Yeah. Ugh. I like. I think that this one thing that this movie did better than the other ones is that they balanced all the characters out screen time wise way better than the past movies. You think so? Yeah. Because I. I Sorry, go ahead. I feel like Hiccup's team was way better, was way more developed in this movie than the second movie, especially. Yeah. I feel like the first movie they did a good job of showing you all the characters, but they had a lot better of a plot, uh, plot to provide that type of thing. Mm-hmm. The second movie was really all about Hiccup, you know. Um, this one leaned a little bit more towards Toothless, but it wasn't like the main focus on Toothless, and it felt like. Hiccup and everyone else got about the same amount of screen time and attention. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say that I did really appreciate that they focused more on Toothless in the movie, and it's it's really difficult to do that with a character that does not like speak at all. Yeah, it's all through (laughs) like physical emotions and stuff, (laughs) and they did it very very well. Um, But when I go when it comes to uh, Hiccup's team, um, I felt like some of the storyline, some of their uh, like development. Felt like it was added in there to be like, oh, these characters need to have more stuff to them, I guess. Like Snotlout's weird crush. On yeah, I mean, it's, it's uncomfortable. You know that's a thing in movies, but in this one, it's like, that's that's a guy that's who's a, literally your age, little, too. And, that's a little... And her husband literally died a year ago, so yeah, this is, this yeah. is weird. They had, they had a nice nod. <laughs> oh my gosh. They had a nice nod to it. Uh, oh yeah, that's it was, right. Oh, kind of it was like, who died and made you chief? And everyone was just like, oh, oh no, too soon, man. Yeah, dude, that was rough. Um, but the humor it, in this movie was great. I did enjoy it. Was it was great. very fun. I don't, feel, I don't feel like there was any jokes. I was like, ah, no, like that like, was cheap. No, like you, it, it all kind of landed. I think. Yeah. Did you really think that? Um, oh, what's the name of the guy with the arm and the leg? I'm, I'm blanking uh, right now. Gobber. Gobber. I felt like they maybe. Played that that uh, that joke a little too much with the 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 dragons who kept following him. Oh yeah, the, it seemed the like, bad omen thing. Yeah, it just seemed like it was a little 
too much. Yeah. Um, I mean, it paid off in the end. Yeah, that dude, was, that was that scary. Was that was terrifying. <laughs> like, oh start, my god! It's like so. What's, so everything. what's so scary about them? Oh my god, they're they're, they're like magnets. Piranha. Piranha. Yeah, piranha. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's terrifying. With uh, <laughs> I felt like the the writers came up with stories for the individual like side characters, and then they came to Fish Legs, and he's and they're like, "What do we do with him? Give, Give him a baby." baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, great. I like I like the part when he was trying to draw the the light fury. Which, by the way, the light fury I just realized never got a name. I know. Yeah, I was just What's thinking up that with too. That? What? What? She, she doesn't let them give her a name or anything. She doesn't get a writer. Yeah. Yeah, that's also true. She's her own thing. But uh, actually, like I expected uh, Astrid and the kids to be writing her at the uh, the end. I thought but... so too. Yeah. I guess she was just like, no, no, nobody gets to do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not for that life. It was definitely really sad to see. Like, I wasn't expecting the entirety of Burke to say bye to like all the dragons. All the dragons I was like, yeah. oh, they're I, actually was, going through with this. I was, I was like, like, oh. like, you guys are stuck on that island. You know that, right? That was like, they, they brought their boats up onto the yeah. top of the plateau. Like, that was their whole identity, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. was, you know, them and dragons, and that was what made them unique. So it really felt like they were losing part of their identity. It's like, wow, that's that's a real bummer, you know? That's, that's rough. It also rough seemed... <laughs> It also seemed that they left Burke like a little too quickly. It was like, oh, we have to leave. Okay, now we're flying. And I'm like, wait, wait, okay, nothing like, oh man, we're really going to miss this place or, or it's hard or something like that. Um, well, it was already halfway burned down. So at that yeah. point, they're just like, ah, screw it. But at the same time, part of that reason was basically because one dragon tipped something over and then half the <laughs> town is gone. You're just like, dude. What? When they had the intro of like, and Higgins like, and there's a lot of dragons. Like, well, no duh. There's like so like, many dude. dragons. That's that's one thing that uh, kind of bothered me about the the first part of the movie is like he's doing his exposition bit, and it sounds like he's like the tour guide for the dragons. Yeah, yeah. I'm like he doesn't understand you. Well, 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 not just that, but like. Initially, it sounds like he's being he's introducing the dragons to their new home. Mm-hmm. But like halfway through the monologue, it's like, oh, this is what he's done before. He's he's talking to us. Yeah. And like and they could have just done that without having him try to. Right. And it sounded like he was talking in like not in voiceover like hey, like he's done in the, the past couple of movies. Yeah. But like in the shot uh, itself. Well, it bounced kinda... back and forth a little bit. Did it really? Well, it bounced like it in the shot. It would show him talking to the dragon, and then it would go back to it feeling more like a voiceover. Mm-hmm. Also, very like going back to the end. They had that. I don't know. I just enjoyed sitting there and watching the credits because they had a bunch of scenes from the first and second movies. Yeah, which is a very good reason to believe that this mm. is the last one. You know, as they're looking back, and just like oh, all these great moments. You know, they and, did. Yeah, they did something similar with the Return of the King for Lord of the Rings. It wasn't so much like scenes from the movies, but more just showing a artwork of the characters in the movies, mm-hmm. which was like it was touching. Um, but one thing that was interesting to me that I didn't realize in uh, the second movie was that uh, that I forget the name of the character, but it's the it's the one voiced by Kit Harington, mm-hmm. the guy who plays Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, and it's so it throws me off so much because it's like. Was he in the second movie? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in. He was introduced in the second movie. I completely forgot about. Him. Yeah, he I'm like, wasn't. Who is this guy? He wasn't very memorable. It's like, oh, there's a guy with a tattoo on his chin. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like I forgot where he came. Like this is just a character, I guess. I totally yeah. forgot where he came where from. Where did he come from? 
He was a he was a trapper too for dragons. Ah, he was stealing okay. dragons for Drogo Bloodfist. Is that his name? The guy in the second mm, movie. Yeah, all right. sure. Sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> yeah, he probably chose it himself. Again, the the villain in the second movie was so generic as just the next big bad guy. Oh, I want to get rid of all the dragons because reasons. He was kind. But of, this one was this one felt a little bit more personal, felt a little bit more creative. Can I, can I say that the villain in this one had like the dopest costume i've ever seen on <laughs> yeah right i mean i didn't really care life. for his hood so much it felt too like but like the cowl monkey. and like the the leather armor and like the it looked like the, robes yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah, it, it looked like he was like a like a mon- monk hunter or something yeah. like that it, it was it was like uh assassin's creed one altair but in leather yeah and i'm about it i re- i really appreciated his uh his weapon too, because at first I'm just like, oh, he has a crossbow. What's that gonna do against a dragon? And then it's like, oh no, it's actually the venom from dragons. Yeah. And he uses it on those too. Like he has like capsules that he just sticks into them the entire time. Like, that's actually really really cool. Yeah. I love jumping off that. Oh, I really love the character costume designs mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Every year. Like, it's something that we've kind of grown to appreciate from How to Train Your Dragon is how they continue to evolve both the characters' looks less ages and also their costumes, you know? And this this movie, they introduce the fact that they all they now incorporate armor scales mm-hmm. on all their armor. Which, by the way, I guess they won't be able to use for that long because that's going yeah, they away. They're going to run out. Yeah, but man, that, that armor was essentially OP while they had it because, you know, it's... Unless fire, you like, you know, don't put have you don't have like a butt piece or something. You know, they had too much dragon like. skills go around if they freaking make one for their sheep. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? Why <laughs> were the sheep think... wearing? Was that just so that the dragons wouldn't eat the sheep? That's what I figured it would, yeah. would happen. So like, so they didn't smell like sheep. Fair enough. To kind of disguise them, because like that was the whole premise of the first movie: is the yeah. dragons would show up and steal their sheep. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's fair. Um... Yeah. I did like Astra's design. I really liked her hair design. I, I just said it, it, it was cool. It was super cool. It was cool. I like the it. aesthetics in this movie is really really great, and I I love just the combination of how this movie looks and how the how the soundtrack is put together because this this movie's got a great sound. It always has, but I was really looking forward to just listening to the soundtrack to this movie when I started watching it because I'm just like. It's one of those that as soon as you start hearing it, it immediately puts you in that mood of like preparing for this series. I you was kind of disappointed there was no cigarettes at the end of the. the there, I there. think, I think they still did music for this movie. Okay, but I don't think they didn't have like a main theme like mm-hmm. they have in the past, which I thought was, which I also noticed, which was kind of disappointing. I really like their main theme. Like that's what brings me back. Um, like at the end when. Uh, the the light fury catches hiccup and it starts blaring that theme. That's where I start want to start crying. I'm just like, this is so beautiful. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to say before we get keep away from talking, that, I want to see if I can find the soundtrack and what. Uh, before we get away from the aesthetic of it, hiccup with a beard is so good, <laughs> dude. It's like, dude, you're pulling that off so well. I didn't think you could, but you did. Great, great job. They made memes of it of him like aging <laughs> like John Krasinski, but literally, I don't know if it's because of the memes, but he actually looks like John Krasinski, like animated by the end there. If John Krasinski actually had his hair down with his beard as opposed to up, then yeah, he looked exactly like hiccup. And like the the great thing about animation is like. They aged him and Astrid super well. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. In, in movies where the characters are super young and then they do, like, a fast forward and they're, like, they put them in makeup or whatever and it's, like, super weird and off-putting. 
Like nearly. the Hunger Games? Uh, well, that was what threw me off. I, I was thinking more, um, uh, shoot, like Harry Potter, when they're supposed to be super uh, old at yeah. the end of it. Or um, uh, in Winter Soldier, when Peggy Carter's like old as hell. Oh, she's so old. Um, they use CGI on her, too. Right, but, but like it's off-putting, yeah. Or or making characters younger, but it, the the really nice thing about animation is you can just make them look older, and like <laughs> they look really good. Like yeah. they aged them just enough that it made it believable. Uh, I don't even want to age that well. I just want to look like that now. I will say, kind of a bummer uh, thing, and this took away from one of the only um, like tense moments that they had mm-hmm. was that in the trailers they showed Hiccup with a beard, yeah, and that's this movie comes along you realize that that like scene it, is probably going to be like an after the storyline yeah. is over and you you've got this moment where he like and it was really really awesome where um freaking hiccup decides like toothless lives means more than his own yeah he tells the light fury to go save him and then he inevitably gets saved as well but like i knew that he was going to even be potentially in danger because you knew that you're still going to have that scene at the end yeah I was, so, was kind of disappointed we didn't get more beer to pick up, to be honest. Oh, yeah, me too. I think it would have been interesting, though, if you lost even another limb falling down, having to be saved I mean, by a fury. <laughs> like, ah, oh, we're just well, going to remove a limb every movie. I was expecting, it's like, hey, they could pull a Disney, and, like, how Disney's been more creative with their trailers, where now just because you see something in the trailer doesn't mean how that's going to be in, the, like in the movie. I was saying, he's like, hey... Tooth looks all fine and dandy in the trailer, but maybe like something like crazy happened to him, where like I don't know, he loses like half his body, it goes Darth Maul style. I don't know, something crazy, man. That would be a bit much. <laughs> a little too much. But what I did really appreciate was Hiccup and Toothless's relationship, especially like the oh. thing that got me. One of the things that stands out the most for me is when Hiccup is literally just making another. Um, like another wing piece. Another tail piece. And he's like, he's, he's coating it, he's mixing up uh, the scales and then putting it on top so it looks exactly like it. It works, it doesn't look awkward or anything. And you just see that he has so much love and affection for Toothless and he's doing it just so Toothless can go and have a girlfriend. It's like... And, it, and it, it was really cool, I think, I want to say something else about the relationships in the movie, um, but uh, the, the point that they made was that he, he had been wanting to do this for Toothless for a while, but mm-hmm. Toothless didn't want him to yeah. because there's kind of like a codependency thing going yeah. on there. Um, and that's one of the things that I really like about this movie and uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is like yes. they're, really, they're really examining like relationships and like what what's a healthy relationship and like yeah. how you should treat your friends. And, and not like, this like what we're used to seeing in animated movies, this like unrealistic romanticized love type thing. Mm-hmm. Like I like the fact that like they were thinking about marriage but they weren't ready for it, you yeah. know? Like, hey that's some real stuff right there. I appreciate that shout out, you know? Um Well you don't like, like it when you, someone else says, Hey you guys should get married. It's like Yeah like, take our own time. You're thank feeling you. pressured but like you decide to make your own decision yeah. and all that. Yeah. I was actually surprised. I mean, it made sense after what transpired, but I was surprised that they actually got married. Um, I thought they were going to get married like when they were older. When they, like, when I, mean, I thought that's when that's going to come in. <laughs> I, um, but uh, after the dragons left, I guess they really didn't have anything else to do. So. Right. That's <laughs> funny because I was actually like, one is like panning in towards the the scene where they're getting married, and you see him in like his cape or something. I don't see his face, and I'm just like, is he going to have the beard here? Is he going to have it? He's going to have it. Yeah. Um, I think it it might also have uh, have had to do with. Hiccup, Hiccup wasn't ready. Like, he hadn't progressed to feel like he was ready to be married yeah. until he was ready 
Astrid wasn't going to be ready to marry him mm-hmm. kind of deal, um, which I thought was like a nice end capper to the story. Well, it, she did point out like right before the climax of the movie that uh, he had had confidence all along, but it always been like much easier with Toothless, and mm-hmm. that might have been one of the reasons why it'd be difficult for him to be with her too, because like that's a that's a that's a two way you know it's, it's him and her basically it's yeah. not him her and toothless sort of thing and so, he really came into his own as his own yeah. person because uh, independent of his relationship with toothless well the bad guy said you're nothing without your dragon and i think hiccup right. honestly believed that for a while yeah. and then astra's like no no that's not true at all it's just easier with toothless than by yourself yeah it's so heartfelt. I love it. Yes, yeah. it's got it's so got wholesome. Lot, it's yeah, exactly. It's got a lot of good feels to it. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't have a lot of heartbreaking feels. It's just like there, there are some that I thought were a little contrived, but like overall, I thought like, yeah, like the ones with his dad was kind of like eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I, I feel I felt like his interactions with his dad were uncharacteristic of his dad, given what we've seen in the movies. I think it was just to make it so it was a little bit more tame for his like his uh uh idea of dragons his mm-hmm. dad's idea of dragons but i also wonder if if this was just like an excuse for them to get gerard butler back into the Probably. third movie that's fair i, I mean was, i liked it as soon as they came up i was like oh they found a way to get him back in here <laughs> got him back i'm not complaining just flashbacks yeah baby so. hiccup was cute too <laughs> what, what did the person say what should i call you uh what uh, captain hiccup or <laughs> That was that was like a really cool scene. I love the scene where he's just. Oh, like, that was a good he, power play. They're just in there, and he just like, wait, comes what? into his house. You're like, what the? He yeah. just walks right You're in. In my house. He starts drinking his like ale. ale or just, what? And then you realize that Hiccup isn't actually as stupid as he seems, as he was planning for uh, that. So yeah. well, Hiccup never was... seems stupid. It was just like caught off guard. He's like, no. You think you could come into my house, my village, like, steal my dragon? Well, I don't think so. It's funny because the guy comes in and Hiccup's like, oh, and then he's like, ah, oh, wait, no, 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 I got you. And then the guy's like, what? Oh, no, 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 I got you again. And then he brings his dragons in. I, I love the... It the felt f- like Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty, honestly. He's like, no, 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 I'm one-upping you now. Yeah. Yeah. That was... I, uh, I wish... I mean, I don't know, actually, if I want this. Um, The mom didn't really get a lot of attention she was she got a little too much attention from one character but other than that (laughs) i think that's true i didn't i I could care less about that storyline whatever that makes me wonder she she probably wouldn't have a lot of screen time if that wasn't there i'd say like she did the one thing she talked to hiccup a little bit and to astrid and then she went off to go back to burke or whatever i almost wish because i i realized that the second movie involved a lot of her yeah. You know, but I wish that instead of having so many flashbacks to his father, mm-hmm. her mom would play a bigger his mom his mom would play a bigger part as far as him coming to those moments. I think that would have been more powerful. Yeah, like, uh, unfortunately, like if if, uh, if he had had the conversations with his mom that they kind of had in the flashbacks with his dad, um, it would have made more of an impact. And the um, like his mom didn't really get. I, I'm trying to remember in the second movie, like, she did she get her moment? Uh, oh, yeah, she got in, several. In Granted, she didn't come until the second half of the movie, but when she did, she was very prolific throughout it. Yeah. So, 
Um, I was a half expecting her to get killed off in the third. Yeah, I thought so too. I'm like, she's going back there. Nah, she's gonna die. I mean, honestly, that happen. could have been a good way to to have that low moment, you or, know? Or when they're uh, infiltrating the enemy tower. Yeah, uh, I was expecting her to like make the sacrifice. Right. But like, what like, if she had been the know, one that was captured and then killed? That would have been. Because not gonna lie, it kind of feels weird having Hiccup and Astrid leading the tribe, and then you've got. Hiccup's mom's still there. She's like, but yeah, like I'm not old, just like, is she babysitting? It's like I'm so confused. Like, is she still in power? Like, like what kind what's of your like position? Yeah, here? exactly. What kind of ranking does she have? Because we've already got obligatory old wise woman over exactly. here. What <laughs> exactly. are you? <laughs> exactly. We've already got one of those. The, the dragon lady. Dragon lady. <laughs> uh, the one who the did really the old one who yeah who did yeah. the marriage and like yeah was watching them in the first movie. We've already like, got your token character. Get your own. Um, I, yeah, I mean, as far as her being, you know, in charge, I think it is, uh, I think the idea is that it is, um, a position passed down from father to son, mm. uh, and that as soon as, you know, the one chieftain is no longer chieftain, um, the mother doesn't really have, doesn't have a position of power, uh, afterwards. Yeah, I mean, Snotlet was saying, like, after Hiccup, I'm number one or something like that, yeah. which I don't think, I don't know if that's true I mean, or it not. Might be. I really I hope not. I don't think it would be all true. I will, especially now that they're married, now it's not, because Astrid's yeah. number two now. Well, uh, depending on what the... Well, then you've got kids, too, position. so now you've got... Yeah, well, they have kids, so that yeah. makes a whole, whole difference, but, like, before yeah, that, he said once that. Once you have kids, then it, it's like, um, like, it goes father to son, and then if the the son dies without getting heirs, then it goes horizontally mm. to like the next family over. Yeah, uh, I would imagine. Well, I honestly because, thought. Sorry, go ahead. Well, it's I I don't know if it was uh, accurate in this movie, but in the first movie, Snotlout's dad is actually voiced by David Tennant, and he says one line. So I'm wondering if he was he was I did see his character in this movie yeah, too. He said he has some dialogue. He I, I could have sworn well, I heard a well, David Tennant in this movie. I thought no, I thought it was one of the guys who was actually attacking them though at the end of the uh, end of the no, like I think it was the guy who saw a Gobber in the Little Dragon. He's like, oh, that's cute. I thought that was David Tennant, honestly. It could have been. They might have. I heard someone in the crowd was like, was that David Tennant? I know he's done stuff for How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I did not it's, listening. It's the guy with the black beard. Yeah. yeah. I did not like hearing our crowd, though. There's one guy in the back saying, oh, there's the light, Fury. <laughs> oh, he's going to go towards him. I'm just like, I dude, I, I want to see it myself. I, I know it's going to happen. I think he was talking to his kid. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was, was col- he? color commentating for I'm one of just his kids. like... It's okay, fine. I thought he's talking. We're, we're legit the what? oldest non like yeah. There. Yeah. That's what fair. was? And I don't care. What was? Uh, crap. There was a moment where somebody said something that I had to really not try to laugh, and I'm trying to remember what I it don't was. What it, it was like was a midway, like right in the middle of the movie, and somebody said something. I was like, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was something that Tough Nut said, possibly near the end. I can't remember what it was, but I know it was funny. Hmm. Anyway. There yeah. was a beat there that I thought they could have had a portrayal storyline going on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, Rough Nut? Yeah, for a second, I was like, wait a second. Is she betraying the entire are, tribe are you for, with, like, no are you with him? It's like, no, she's just stupid. Why'd she just walk right next to him? That's so dumb. Oh, uh, it's interesting to think of what that could have been. I It, it could have worked. If there was any yeah. character to betray, I, honestly, she makes the most I sense. I wouldn't expect it. Or, or Snotlout. Yeah. Snotlout. Like, I think like, he would have good as, motive. As, as, like, a jealousy thing. True. Like, yeah. I, I am. I'm gonna be number one. <laughs> um, yeah, 
But I did ultimately end up loving that scene with the... Uh, you probably think, oh, like, you never had a prisoner as attractive as me before. Like, you see, like, the... What was it? The mold on the ends of my of my hair? <laughs> they look like faces. Ooh, I'm like, there's some, oh, really, there no. some really horrifying. I was like, I'm so horrifying. Like, please get rid of in, her uh, in the movie. Yeah, I was like, just get her out of the way, dude. Like you, were, yeah. You, I was. That's like I try not to look at my twin and of dry heaving. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a twin? Why is your face so long? I mean, my face is long, but yeah. yours is like, oh. I actually like how they drew attention to their character. Because like, yeah. I have a twin, my face is long. Because there's less face, so your face... That's science. That's science. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. Oh, my word. Yeah. I think yeah. she had the best lines out of all of their group, <laughs> honestly. That was probably my favorite, like, funny moment, was, mm. which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, it was it was strange seeing a tough nut trying to give a man advice to hiccup though. I'm just like, you're trying you so just, so hard. You can just cry you, into my beard, <laughs> my manly my, manly beard. I'm just like, beard. this is so uncomfortable. Please stop. I like how after it got chopped off, he literally just tied what he had left <laughs> to the body. So it was like super obvious. Like, oh man, it was obvious right from the beginning. <laughs> I know. It's like, I just think it's so funny that there's this unsaid role where it's like. Yeah, we all know it's obviously fake. We just don't tell them, you know. <laughs> Nobody talks about. It. I'm really <laughs> impressed with Fishlegs though, because this happens a year after the second movie, and in that time, he grows a full handlebar mustache. He's he <laughs> like good mustache. Good job, dude. It's like it's like braided and everything. Yeah, yeah. that's a good mustache. That's hard, but good for you carrying around your baby dragon and everything. Great job. Yeah, he was. I, I really liked him in this movie, actually. Come to think of it, it was pretty okay. I like when I he was trying the... to draw the the life. Okay, fine, just copy toothless like, oh, and make it, <laughs> make it white. Make it white. I still think I enjoyed him more in the first movie, but then again, well, like I said, like all the side characters had a ton of development in the first movie because the plot was set up that really benefited them. Mm -hmm. But now, when you're trying to develop, you know, toothless and hiccup and their storylines, there's not much room left for them, and also not a storyline that makes sense for them without making it seem forced. Mm -hmm. This one was involving a lot more teamwork, and I think that's how they snuck in those storylines. Um, yeah. Final thoughts? I kind of want to watch the TV show now, but I know it's not going to be nearly as good. TV show was decent. I watched there a was good a couple half of shows, of right? There's two, because there was one that was the second one was a Netflix exclusive, mm -hmm. and then I think the first one's on like Nickelodeon or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I um, mean, they still have the most of the voice actors, not all of them, but yeah. Yeah, kind of want to go back and watch the the first two movies. I have both of them. It'd be fun to do a whole binge of the trilogy once this comes out on theaters, you know? Yeah. No, I think uh, solid ending to like a really good series. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's 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 good to say that they can say goodbye to something, mm -hmm. but it's just also hard for us to say like, oh yeah, no, no, it's this is it, you know? Because it's something that's never been like crazy hyped but it's always been there and present and something that you're always looking forward to. And the fact that you won't have it anymore, it's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, this this is it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I really hope, though, that they don't pull a Toy Story. I keep going back yeah. to Toy Story. Yeah, I know. But they wrapped it up so well with number three. It was perfect. Don't, don't mistake DreamWorks. Don't mistake don't my sadness do that. as I'm asking for another movie. Yeah. So. I am content. I am very content. This is good. Satisfied. So, yeah. it's It's nice to know that you can just call something and be like, that was good, and it's done. You know, just like usually everything is about like being like, oh, it's overhyped, or it's like, oh, it's trash. You, you know, keep but this leaving is room just... for another movie. Yeah, I think this is pretty unanimously everybody thinks this is at least good. You know, mm. so 
Um, like I said at the beginning, very consistent trilogy. Really nice to see that for a change. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, very hard to do in the anime. Uh, not the anime. The animated um, scene of movies, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah. What, uh, it'll be interesting to see what takes his place on the DreamWorks house, you know? Because, um, obviously, they got... I don't know if they're doing any more Kung Fu Panda. It wouldn't surprise me so. if they do another Kung Fu Panda, to be honest. That's something they, they could just make. They, they have three Yeah. I think three. they might be doing another Shrek. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Was it Leave them Shrek or alone. Blue Sky who did Ice Age? Uh, no, that was Illumination, wasn't Illumination? it? It might have been Illumination, actually. Oh, no, it was actually Sony Pictures that did. Oh. Was that really? Yeah. Wait. could have okay. sworn that was DreamWorks. Uh, I don't know. Crap. Um, DreamWorks has, has over the hedge though, so. <laughs> oh. Good movie. Well, tell me, who made Ice Age? For those of you listening in, Will is using his Google. Who app. made Ice Age? And You're all wrong. The first right. No, I said you did. Yeah, yeah, I said Blue Sky first time. I didn't hear you. Well, doesn't count. <laughs> what? There's a recording here, buddy. <laughs> well, check the tape. I can't rewind, so. You can literally listen to it over again. That's what you're going to do after this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, that's all we got. Um, this was fun. Yeah. I, I'd definitely suggest this movie to people. Especially yeah, absolutely. If, I mean, I suggest it, that you'd watch the other movies first. Because that means it would make a lot more sense. Also, you, if you're going to watch this movie, you probably should have done it before you listened to the spoiler cast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. If you're now first that I say that, I'm here, like, oh, uh, you're right. But you should even, have gone to see this movie already. Yeah. Even and if, if you, you haven't, haven't, what on go see earth? <laughs> yeah, definitely see it now if you've listened to it by this point. So There's a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Yeah. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what DreamWorks does now that this is done. I would love for them to do something that's consistent tone-wise like this mm -hmm. and also similar pacing-wise as far as when the movies come out if they want to do another series. Sure. I would love another series that takes this long to develop. Mm. You know, I don't need an every-other-year franchise. No, We've got think, a million of those. I think every three years might be a good good amount because I like we the three four years, years yeah, and then five nice. years. Yeah. So. so, but yeah, good movie. It I... Please tell me you've seen this, people. <laughs> yeah, please. Please have watched this. Otherwise, uh, why'd you listen to us? Why? <laughs> this has been Inconceivable Spoiler Cast. You can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram for our social updates if you want to keep following us and when stuff comes out. Uh, be also sure to check out our website at geekkind.tv where you can find all of our content in one space. Um, if you are listening, um, be sure to also check out the video version of this on YouTube, which is now being up to, uh, uploaded on the same day, um, roughly as the audio stuff. And, um, if you're watching on video, know that you don't have to watch on video. You can listen on Google Play Music, Google Podcast, iTunes, I, uh, Apple Podcast. You can also listen on Spotify or iHeartRadio. Anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. If you have any questions about any of the stuff we're doing, you can send all inquiries to William at geekkind.tv. And until next time, Inconceivable! Inconceivable!
Support for this episode has been provided by George Washington's Mount Vernon. Offering 160 wide-open, wanderable acres, Mount Vernon invites you to connect with over 200 years of history. Far more than a mansion, the first president's estate is home to four picturesque gardens and shaded woodland trails, even a cruise of the Potomac River. Visit mountvernon.org to learn more. To save 20% on tickets, use promo code OPEN. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 